In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. In Scripture, God gives us not only positive examples to emulate, He also gives us negative examples as great warnings, and there's instruction in both. The last time we studied, we talked about that great family of faith, Abraham and Sarah, how God used them to to build a heritage of faith in God, even in the lives of their children. Today, we come just a chapter later to Genesis chapter 13 to the exact opposite, to the great contrast, and it is Lot. You remember Lot, who is a relative of Abraham, in the same family and yet not living by faith. That's instructive, isn't it? Just because you're in a good family doesn't mean you're living a life of faith in God. And Lot made a terrible decision. In fact, not just Lot, but Lot's wife. A husband certainly to lead, but major decisions are made together, and both are accountable in the end. That's why Luke 17.32 tells us, remember Lot's wife, because uh, these are lessons from Mr. and Mrs. Lot. Genesis 13 shows us how good couples make bad decisions. Good couples oftentimes make terrible choices. And here's their story. In Genesis 13 and verse number 10, the Bible says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zor. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other, Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. You know the story of Lot. In fact, we know how the story ends, God's destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. But could I suggest today that the saddest thing in Sodom was not the immorality. The saddest thing in Sodom was that there was a family there of believers who did not live the life of faith and did not obey God. It's truly the saddest thing in Sodom. How did they get there? You ever find yourself on a trip lost and you're asking yourself, how did we end up here? How did this happen? Uh, How does a believer that the New Testament says was vexed with everything going on around him, how does he fail to see it creeping into his own heart and his own home? Let me just point this out before I give you my observations today. In Genesis chapter number 14, a lot will be carried away into captivity, and he will be brought back. He will be recovered. What a warning that was to him. Don't you think God was trying to get his attention? And yet, it's not till Genesis 19 that God finally says, enough, and he loses everything. I wonder how many times God has tried to warn us, speak to us, get our attention, and we've missed it. So let's let Lot speak to us today. How how did we get here? How did this happen in Lot's family? Well, first of all, they let Egypt get in their hearts. That's right, not Sodom, Egypt. You see, 
This is fascinating to me, but in the description of Sodom and Gomorrah, it compares it to the land of Egypt. Remember, Egypt in Scripture is always a picture of the world. And uh, matter of fact, Genesis chapter 12 is the first mention of Egypt. Uh, basically, the principle here is that Lot let the world get in his heart. Friend, when you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. And so uh, here is a man who let the world get in his heart. And when it gets in you, it's so easy to just get blinded by all of that. In fact, it's ironic, but Lot compared Sodom and Gomorrah to two places, the land of Egypt and the garden of the Lord. Think of this. He compared it to Eden. Had he ever seen the garden of Eden? No. Was he trying to perhaps spiritualize his decision? I don't know, but I know this. He set his affection and his heart on earthly things instead of spiritual. So number one, how, how did this happen? They let Egypt get in their hearts. Secondly, they were more concerned with building a life than building an altar. They made decisions based on what was good for them financially, but there's no mention of Lot ever praying. Every time you see Abram moving from place to place, the first thing he does is build an altar. But here is Lot living in blessing and forgetting God in his fullness. Friend, prosperity is not a sign of spirituality. In fact, it can blind you to the spiritual poverty that you're living in. And there's no mention of Lot ever building an altar. Friend, don't just build a life. Build a walk with God. Thirdly, they allowed strife to influence their direction. Do you remember? It was his herdmen and Abram's herdmen who were fighting, and that's what started all of this division to start with. And it's interesting. Abram sought a solution, but Lot never sought a solution. They, they never sought peace in this. May I say that any decision made out of strife and contention usually is a fleshly decision. Guard your heart and guard your home. Then they were blinded by selfishness. On one hand, you got Abraham. Abraham's looking out for Lot through the whole story, and that's very good. But guess who Lot looked out for? Lot looked out for Lot. And the danger here is that we start thinking only about us, only about our family's well-being and physical welfare, and we forget it's not just about us. We become blinded by our own selfishness, and we make terrible, terrible decisions. It's a sad thing that happened in Sodom. How did it happen? Well, they let the world in their hearts. They were more concerned with building a life than building an altar. They let strife influence their direction. They were blinded by selfishness. And then number five, they made decisions based on sight instead of faith. Remember these words, Lot lifted up his eyes. It all begins with the eyes. The first sin in the Bible began with the eyes, a tree that was pleasant to the eyes, fruit that was pleasant to the eyes, we're warned about the lust of the eyes. Why is that? Because we're not to live by sight. We're to live by faith. The eyes connect to logic and comfort and our lust and desires. We must choose by faith. What a contrast between Abraham looking through the lens of faith and Lot looking through the eyes of this flesh. And then number six, Lot and Mrs. Lot ignored spiritual counsel and safe boundaries. I remember years ago a Hebrew teacher showing me the, the ancient compass always faces east. And uh, that's like their, their points north. It faces east, which means that when Abram offered Lot a choice, he said go to the left hand or to the right, to the right hand or to the left, uh, which meant that when Lot chose the well-watered plains of Sodom, he actually was moving in a direction Abraham did not even offer him. And that's interesting. Ponder that just a moment. Abraham knew. Abraham would not have counseled him to move towards Sodom. 
and yet he ignored spiritual counsel and safe boundaries and even uh, the, the help of Abraham in the chapters that follow when he got in trouble was all taken for granted. Dear friend, the best friend you have on earth today is the person who loves you enough to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And maybe you don't like it right now, but you ought to love them because they want you to have a good day when you come to the end of your life and stand face to face with Almighty God. And that brings us to the final reason they made such bad decisions. They distanced themselves from godly influences. They got as far away from Abraham and Sarah as possible and as close to Sodom as they could possibly get. I think sometimes a whole generation starts to think of the blessings they enjoy. It's because of them, and they forget that they're enjoying blessings from another line, from another generation. The bottom line is this. Lot chose for himself, and Abraham let God choose for him. I'm sure Lot had lots of good reasons for moving towards Sodom. Lots of things that made sense, but the problem was this. It was not in the will of God for his life. The saddest thing in Sodom is what happened with Lot and his family, and the saddest thing going on in our land today is not just the lost people, it's the saved people who are making bad decisions. Would you ponder the example of Genesis chapter number 13 today and ask the Lord to help you to choose like Abraham and not like Lot? We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.